Headphones on, let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? I'm back. God damn it, Charles. You missed me. (laughs) Hello, everybody. I did. (laughs) And welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode 205. It is me, your podcaster without fear, Luke, and I am joined with... Nobody noticed. Nobody got to see but how much I was caressing Charles when I walked in, because this is the first time I've seen him in quite some time. <laughs> the lack of I, smelling, I noticed. Smelling the Hawaii off of him. I, that's Ooh, a weird Hawaii. thing to still be on me. Did you just get back from Hawaii? Uh, a week ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he forgot how we got back from Hawaii. <laughs> no, I remember how I got back from Hawaii. I couldn't remember how I got back from one of the beaches to the airport to get to the other island. Oh, it was fair. a struggle. It, it was. was a struggle was watching a him, watching the wheels turn. He's like, wait, how did... How did I was just... I was, I was talking on about the, beach, the thing. And then I was, I was like, on a plane. Yeah, I didn't... There was some mode of transportation involved. <laughs> it was about I'm 40 sure minutes of time there that that transportation <laughs> took, too. And that's... I remember it now. It was an Uber, and that's why I thought that... Oahu and Honolulu mm-hmm. just looks like LA, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not great. I mean, it's less dirty than LA, but as but we discussed, it's, it's the, the rain. rain. It's the, the rain. rain. It just, just washes yes. it away. It all away. Yeah. But anyway, we bless the rain in Hawaii. I'm, I'm joined with. <laughs> oh, I am the Uncanny Ryan. <laughs> Intros. And I am, I am reunited with my this. Charles, with my starfish. <laughs> <laughs> the great starfish. The great starfish. Oh, I'm starting to get too many nicknames. This is too much. What's your other ones? I don't know. Nerd Storson? I mean, oh, yeah. Nicknames. Two is too many. You're the one that's supposed to have too <laughs> I, many nicknames. I collect that. That's the two <laughs> names. Uh, oh, it's my turn. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the Nerd Storson. There's that um, one of the nicknames. Oh, fuck. You Let's see it. if I can remember my intro. I'm the Nerd Storson. Come buy shit from me at the Nerd Store and Dr. I did. Bolts. I did that today. Oh, good job. I did. You interrupted my intro. <laughs> well, because you didn't mention anything about Nerdlstein. Oh, I was on my way there. But, so, he forgot. <laughs> That's tradition. I forgot. I forgot the intro. All right, hold on. Hi, I'm the Nerd Storson. Come buy shit from me at the Nerd St- Wait, fuck. What is my intro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something about the realm of Nerdlstein, portals to which are in Valley Fair Mall in West Valley, and also uh, Dr. Volt's Comics also uh, has a portal to Nerdlstein, or is that a new... I feel like I'm yes. missing so Is that a new thing? <laughs> A lot of back. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. I'm like, it is, it yeah, is a whole. It is, a whole, it is episode whole 205. Yeah. I was literally going to say I'm 205 <laughs> episodes. You haven't been here behind. since you opened the new portal. I have not. The new portal has opened. I have been busy. No, opening no. A portal. You were when we did Wandavision. Please, we did the one. We did the one episode. Oh, of Wandavision. That's right. So you guys know about the portals and the things and the places. Yes. Anyway, uh, come buy shit <laughs> from either Doctor Volts on 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake or the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall or the temporary portal which is going to open up just encompassing more of the mall in August <laughs> on the 13th and 14th the for port- Wasatch Comic Con. The, the portal's portal just going to get real big for two days <laughs> and then shrink back down. We got some other stuff coming. 
Right. Marital Stein's changing. That's Marital all. Stein. A, a pulsating. There's a pulsating portal. It's, Char- it's Charles. Like a breathing amoeba right. portal. Yeah. About once a yes. year it expands, sucks yeah, back and then in. It goes back to- <laughs> he blows it out once a year. If, if, I do, if, I, if everything goes well sometime around October, we may find out that that portal is just like permanently larger. Oh, fun. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good. It's gonna thing be or... like a twenty-four-seven Comic Con. No, that no, would be so the, the intense. Oh my god! Right. Portal will grow <laughs> to about doing? three times its size. Oh, and then once a year, we'll continue to expand beyond that. So it's, it's, Charles it's, is... its base expansion will be larger. Will be larger. All yeah, your, yeah. All, all your mall are belong to nerd store. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> just one Pretty soon, giant empire. The nerd, nerd mall. The he nerd just mall. buys the entire mall. <laughs> that would be very expensive. <laughs> I would do it if I could. Full but I mean, of Funko if you Pops. Say, if, well, whole store. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's Funko no, no Pop more. store at the end. And then there's the. Uh, Realistically, the, if I had a whole mall, it'd be like three Funko Pop stores. Yeah, you, I mean, just to fit all of them, I feel like there's way too yeah. many Funko Pops. Just one of each Funko Pop ever? Yeah, oh, I mean, clearly. So the Funko Pop carry. Museum? Oh, I'd have a whole museum. You have yeah. to promise. I would me. have a nerd museum. You if could I had a whole archive mall, it, right? If I had a whole mall, there would be like a section of it that would be a full on nerd museum. Do you have a, would you have a whole. A whole oh, store cool. with like comic book themed men's speedos. Oh, that's really I, interesting. I don't think a whole store would it be like a uh, like a but section. Like definitely a section. I think we could do a, like a one of those kiosks. Maybe you like, know, like a menswear like, pop up kiosk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in the middle of the mall, oh, like, see, how they have those guys. Yeah. I was thinking maybe just like a a, a menswear, but like only underwear. See, but she said kiosk, and now I'm envisioning the kiosk of, of men's spandex speedos, right? But Edgar is the one walking up to people <laughs> and, trying to, yeah, the yeah, and trying yeah. to sell people on the speedos. You've got you to display the product. Right, exactly. As long as sunglasses. they are exclusively displayed on spinner racks. <laughs> only spinner racks. Yeah. So you can I spin feel like them they, fa- fancifully. Yeah, I feel like they to would need to. Yeah. Those nice old school comic spinner racks. Yeah. You could fling better, them at people. Here's better. your purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Get the ones that are way too expensive now and then and then don't use them for comics and only use them for speedos. Only yes. s- exactly. strictly See, speedo but, spinners. But put the speedo <laughs> spinners. <laughs> speedo spinners. <laughs> I love this idea. And then you put the speedos in the bag and board so that way they still fit in the rack. So yeah. you, you flip through them like a bag well, I would board. assume I would, <laughs> I would assume comic-based Speedos like would come bagged and boarded. Yes. It's clearly <laughs> just a stand. Are we doing like a long box style? Is that like the rest of the kiosk is just like short boxes of like flip through Speedos? No, see, the, the long box is that's your, your Magnum Speedo, but it's just a regular Speedo <laughs> in, a, in a Magnum <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this. We have the, the oh, short box, the yeah. regular size comic boxes for the regular size speedos. Exactly. You go to like the CGC graded boxes mm-hmm. for your Magnum right. speedos, which really are just a Normal. larger bag. W- yeah. yeah, would you yeah. get them graded and hang them on the walls? Oh, of course. <laughs> like, here's the hammer of Thor. You would absolutely have a couple of them like slabbed in some sort of a. Could you CGC imagine sending in a, a speedo I don't to think CGC? CGC would do anything like, hey, with slab this I'm pretty oh sure they would. They probably wouldn't. I wish I knew the people there well enough. I know them well enough oh, that they would look at me and go, no, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I wish I knew someone. It's a mint condition like, Hammer of Thor a... Speedo. Reluctantly Mitz. signed. Reluctantly <laughs> signed. <laughs> 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 it's new in box. Uh, yeah, so Nerd Mall is going to yes. happen. And, uh, <laughs> Coming soon. The, the speeder, Speedo Spinner. Um, speedo Spinners. All over the center of the mall. <laughs> Everywhere you walk, there will be a Speedo Spinner. Your turn. 
My my intro. Oh, your turn. My intro is over. Oh, <laughs> we, we we meandered a bit. We did. I, I forgot we were still doing intros. I'm the agitated Kyle. You can find me on the Utah Outcast. And here. And here. And you here. Oh, right here. Found in him. this building. You, you found a, him. You get a gold I'm, coin. I'm here. Wait, we're yeah. giving out gold coins? Shut up. But you were the one <laughs> that said tell it. tell But you said it. <laughs> and how do I get one? Can now I we're going to have to rob you of all your gold coins because you didn't tell Listen, everybody I'm you a, had I'm gold a, coins. I'm a Sonic fan, so they're rings. I'm they're, they're, okay. they're gold That's rings, fair. but you only get them when you get punched in the face. If I find Kyle, do I get a ring? No. Or is it like if the... If the other people find the Kyle. listeners find a, a Kyle in the oh, wild, well, I've never definitely never listened, so I don't qualify. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so it's fine. It's fine. I saw a meme the other day that was a bunch of gold rings on the ground. It said, "I found a dead hedgehog." <laughs> oh my god! And I laughed <laughs> very much. Hey, we have a guest today. Well, what? It's you. <laughs> it's me. Uh, what's up, everybody? My name is Richie. Um, I really haven't done a lot at all for the last little while, but um, you can find me at Rachie.moon on Instagram and also at Black Moon Crew, which is the K-pop dance cover team that I captain. So that's kind of cool if you're into that stuff. So what are Charles's chances of making it? <laughs> Honestly, we are super... We are very, very inclusive. We actually have like a specific unit just for like people who are beginners. So... Mm-hmm. You're totally welcome <laughs> to come in and try. I'd love to see it. That'd if be you guys want to see Charles do this, <gasps> we need... I'll we teach need, you a routine. You need, you need, we need, I don't know what we need. It's a lot. <laughs> okay, we'll think of something we that we need. We need one dollar. I'm in on this. <laughs> one dollar. One, one whole dollar. dollar. <laughs> Once a dollar a just appears out of the ether. <laughs> Someone's going to... No. That's, someone will actually we'll show up with a dollar. We'll make this happen. I would show up I mean, it is pretty... It is, it is pretty easy to convince Charles to do stuff for a dollar. <laughs> I mean, historically speaking. Is K-pop dancing pushing it too far? Is that I've the one thing you will not do a for a dollar? dollar sir. <laughs> Inflation has happened. I am at least $3 a do- now. That's not what you said last night. <laughs> oh. I still give you a discount. Oh, okay. Oh. Good. Oh, my. You pay him for non-reciprocation? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I just lay there. Well, I just it, and he pays me. It's, it's fantastic. Only a dollar. <laughs> it's only a dollar. You just pay him to hang out. I get a dollar I mean, to lay around and sleep. It's, it's cheaper than a flashlight. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you got a point. They're very pricey. You don't have to wash it out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Self-clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll never have to have that embarrassing like, moment oh. of like somebody coming to your house and opening your dishwasher and there's the flashlight uh. just chilling in the top rack. Uh, do you think do you think that uh, uh Senior Bezos used all the money that he made from Amazon flashlight sales to build his flashlight that he went into space? On Amazon? I don't know. I'm sure you could. If I had my phone right now, I'd Amazon. He definitely built a flashlight Google it. for yes. space. Yeah. Yeah. And it took me a second when I was watching, like they were they were doing the interview with all the extremely rich people going into space. I was like, "Who's cowboy hat guy?" And then I was like, so "Oh, ridiculous it's other Bezos. <laughs> other Bezos was cowboy hat man." Mm-hmm. They don't right. sell flashlights per se. Are they like they knockoffs? They're knockoffs. They're knockoffs. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What are they, they called? The Do they have thing? like a fun name? No. <laughs> <laughs> they're called Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Derek is just a bunch of wind chimes. So. <laughs> they're, they're Amazon Basics none, lights. N- <laughs> none of these are homo friendly. Hmm. Unacceptable, just say that. Bezos. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Bezos. Bezos, get back to Earth Super and you fix this problem. Yeah, I yeah. know you sold it. But listen, 
You got sway. Um, Ryan. Yes. Uh, there was a Pokemon thing. Pokemon. That you did. Keep going. Gotta catch them all. Um, so <laughs> last weekend, there's Pokemon Go Fest. It was the fifth anniversary of Pokemon. That also. doesn't seem it's like it's been out like, that right? long. I feel sure like it's has. been out longer. I feel like this has like dominated my like. I don't know. I just feel like it's been out for so long. But <laughs> and five years ago is the closest thing we'll ever see to world peace. <laughs> It yeah, was. It's it true. really was. And then it all kind of just like went to shit. And then the and Fire Nation attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened and no um, more. Yeah, I did catch them all. So I'm done with the Pokemon. <laughs> no, so some stats from the Pokemon Go Fest. Fest? Fest. Niantic, the pump company that makes Pokemon Go, made $21 million in two days. Jeez. I want to be them. Right? How do I get to be them? Um, is it with a nerd mall? I assume <laughs> that's, that's step one. Step. Yeah. Yeah. Is that step one? Yeah, is the nerd mall? Then you have an evil layer. Like, How many oh, steps sorry, do you get to get base. to the nerd mall? Because a nerd mall is really large. Right. I don't know. So, so that's the first that's step. Question. I don't um, think we'll ever I mean, be there. I'm, I'm thinking the first step is charging admission to your convention. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't do that. That's yeah, free, things so you're doing. Yeah, yeah, so it's, uh, already failing <sighs> right on yeah. my mission to make twenty-one million dollars in two. Way to go, way to go, Bezos. Yeah, or <laughs> nerd Bezos. Nerd right? Bezos. Bezos. You could want to be nerd Bezos. <laughs> you could dance. For charity. Yes, and then earn money to go to the nerd ball. And you I can learn a routine. What, I <laughs> if somebody pays me $21 million <laughs> in two days, I will do all of the K-pop dancing. What about we How about for $21? Yeah, $21. <laughs> That's step one. $21, step one. Step one is $21. You can't jump to step 99. Is with there 21 only 99 million. steps to get to $21 million? And step one is yeah. with 21 Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it just progressive increments of money, it's, or is it exponential? Other, Every is K-pop dance you learn, you'll earn, you'll earn twenty-one dollars. <laughs> Dude, I'll pitch in twenty-five if you wear a human fleshlight T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know those like can it just be a picture of the rocket? <laughs> no, you know those like inflatable T-Rex costumes that they have. What if yeah. they have like an inflatable fleshlight like costume that you I can wear? Do you need this? Well, they're they're going Halloween. to now. I would. I would. How do you custom I'm order? How do you custom some, order inflatable costumes? I'm surprised I don't have a giant inflatable penis costume. If I'm being honest, honestly, or an inflatable I mean, costume of have any you sort. have you have looked them. for one? They exist. They've got to. I know they exist. I just don't have one. Just. Turn turn your, my, you turn your yeah, incognito so mode on with first. With my sketch yeah. collection, you yeah. think that so. I would have something. <laughs> I mean, I, speaking of, Comic-Con was previous years was this week, so I've got a lot of memories popping up over this course of these last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, They're surprisingly damn, penis related. I have a lot of penis sketches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. The, the one of Batman that popped up for you, I, I got mine of the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> of const- well, you say constipated Hulk constipated or something Hulk. like that. He's yeah. like, look, it's the Hulk, but he's constipated. I got like, sexy thanks, Batman. <laughs> sexy Batman's just a Batman with penis ears. <laughs> that was one of the best creator like meets that I've ever had. Was with Chip Zdarsky oh, when yeah. he was just like, "What? You're Mr. Funko?" That was amazing. Because <laughs> he was talking <laughs> it was about the guy a bunch next to him that said it. But was it? No. Oh, no, the guy so, was telling the story next to him. No, he he. He was like, I'm the one everyone's here to see. And, You're Mr. Funko? Because <laughs> it, was, it was like that scene in The Lion King when the wildebeests are killing Mufasa. Oh, no. But the, the wildebeests were people, and 
the the end goal was the fun coaster. Oh, man. It was just like oh. that. Sounds like I, I would be terrified. It was terrifying. I'd be so scared, especially since that that was the year bef- that was before they did ticketing system for Funko. Oh. So it was literally just get there, just rush it, just, just run, be the first ones to the booth. How many people were injured? Oh, I don't know. By the time we got there, several. we were just like, mm. That's we chaotic. were we were one of like the first thirty people on the floor too, right? And we we walked in one of the first thirty people thinking, oh, we got this. We walk up no. and it was already a zoo, and we're like, you're like, no. don't know where you all came from. <laughs> this was, crazy. but I'm turning around. Yeah, I'm we're just like, now going let's go look for direction. other things. <laughs> let's go check out Chip Zdarsky's booth because I'm not mm-hmm. doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks. That Hard was, pass. That was that was back when uh, Fruit Snack, a well placed Fruit Snack, yes. would get you into the Funko line. Mm. Yeah. Or, that's or what free I food that, at the Werewolf. Yeah, that's what I learned that fruit snacks are currency at Comic Con. Dude, I love fruit snacks. Everyone loves fruit snacks. If somebody just comes up to me and they're like, "Yo, Rachel, do you want some fruit snacks?" I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god, you're not gonna you say no." So the much for the, the fruit snacks. No, no fruit snacks. Imagine you're a grumpy guy that's 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 working the booth at Funko. That all you've had all day is people yelling at you. Yeah. To let you into the <laughs> that booth. Sucks. And that's all you've dealt with all day. And someone walks up and goes, "Hey, man, can I get in?" And they go, "No, you got to go walk around." I'm like, all right. Hey, you seem hungry. Here's a fruit snack. Day made. And they're like, you know what? And he goes, and, I, and then I step aside, and then he like taps me on the shoulder and steps forward, and I and, that's, and I just like, oh, okay, and I sneak in behind him, and he just didn't see what I did, and I snuck into the line. I remember the the fruit. We gave like win. we gave like a bowlful. Oh yeah, to the waitresses. Yeah, like, and we we're just like, here you go, and they're like, they started coming from the woodwork, so like fruit snacks. Yeah, these guys brought us fruit snacks. <laughs> they were so excited. Everybody's like ravenous over fruit snacks. Yeah, the cooks, the cooks that are back there with the food that could eat. Yeah, came back like, no, no, fruit no, snacks. Fruit snacks. Fruit snacks. I'm I'm a little bit amazed. I I would have gone immediately to mini bottles. Mm. Oh, I mean, so, also that as well. <laughs> yeah, but okay, so fruit snacks came about because we had a thing of fruit snacks in my brother's car one year because we drove with his kids to Comic-Con and then his kids went up to Disneyland and we went to San Diego mm-hmm. and they left a bag full of fruit snacks and Capri Suns in the back of the car. And we went back to the car and grabbed that bag. And was like, I was like, fuck yeah, I want some fruit snacks. And I started wandering around outside the convention after hours. And we got over, went over to the uh, Walking Dead experience, which was like a, the Walking Dead run. It was the Walking Dead escape where they did like uh-huh. an obstacle course. And at the end of it, you would get a free comic book. But the only way to get the free comic book was to do the run. Mm-hmm. And we went over, and my brother was like, hey, I'm not doing the run. Any chance I can get one? They're like, no. And he goes, all right. So we sat there, bullshit with him, and we were eating fruit snacks. We're like, hey, you guys want one? And then he goes, the kid grabs one and goes, ah, oh, the only thing that would make this any better is if I had a Capri Sun. And we're like, oh, my God, that's which, so and, and we're Capri Sun, and he goes, <laughs> Oh my god! And then he goes, hold on. Goes over to the corner, pulls out a box. I have no idea how you're supposed to get these books, but it was a black and white sketch version of the cover that you're supposed to get. Because when you did the run, you got the color, full cover, color version of the book. And then he pulled out this random box with the black and white sketches of the book and gave us both one of those and one of the colors. And that was the year we learned that fruit snacks and Our Capri Suns. God at conventions. They will get you anywhere at convention. <laughs> well, God damn, you just saved me a whole lot of money. Oh, yeah, fruit mini snacks bottles. are far cheaper than mini <laughs> bottles. <laughs> mini and bottles. Yeah. Anywhere. People re- are as excited for fruit snacks as they are mini bottles. One thing that I wish I would have done when, when I went is when they had the they had that booth for the Vikings TV show. Yeah. Remember the one where you could like, like you swung the axe and it did it in slow motion and they like sprayed yeah. the fake blood? I was like, that would have been cool. Yeah, they did oh, like, the experience that. Oh, that sounds things. interesting. I, like, I didn't even been. know. And there that was never existed. a line there was never a line there. 
I didn't even and know I just that kept walking one by it. San Diego has a ton of experiences. Like the out, so like the Assassin's Creed obstacle course yeah, that they yeah. had yeah. across Assassin's the Creed obstacle course. Um, they were doing like Walking Dead stuff where you could get eaten by zombies and get pictures and stuff on the. Because that was like that was like in uh, peak Walking Dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. Uh, they had like a whole trailer set up for Ash vs. Evil Dead where you like oh, walk through Ash's trailer and <laughs> so like, we got a trailer. Oh, no, that, one, that, one would be, that one would be... That would They're be all cool. That'd be good. They're not worth a three and a half hour Absolutely long wait not. to get to the oh, five second yeah, experience. I don't know. That's Absolutely And that's why, that's why I'm, I kick myself over the Vikings one because there was never anybody there. Cut, there was, like, was, two or, there was there. like two or three people there and I was just like, oh, I'll come back. And then you never went. Yeah, and then you never did. It's like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in the anime theater and you charge never, my phone and take a nap. You never get a chance <laughs> yeah, to go back. There you go. <laughs> San Diego's too big. You never get a chance to go back. No. You no. will forget it exists, and you'll be moving on to something else oh, at I the end of the weekend. You'll just be so like, bad. "What did I do for four days?" And and how did I know? I, not I, do I know. More? I know they passed, and I know I'm exhausted, and I don't think I could have done any more. But also, I don't feel like I did anything. Right. No. Right. No. Because ninety percent of your time is just walking around. That is true. There's a lot of fucking walking. At San I feel like yeah. I would spend so much money at San Diego. Oh yeah, you can. I would spend. It's so real much easy. Money. You can if you can actually get to the to any booth. <laughs> exclusives fair. are tough to actually get. A yeah. you got to know how to how to work it to get into the lines. You got to have fruit snacks. You got to have fruit snacks. <laughs> fruit snacks get you exclusive. Um, but outside of that, if you're just like wandering the halls for just random stuff, oh, you can spend so much money there. Yeah. Luckily for me, I was buying a house at the time, so I was like, no, I can't. I, I wanted <laughs> so... Unbeknownst to you, you were buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I Surprise! found a house. And I just looked at Charles like, guess I just bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? No. <laughs> we were at San Diego, and he just looks at me and goes, I think I just bought a house. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. You just did... Yeah, well, we just bought a house. I guess I'm not spending any money this trip. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. And, like, I even tried to... Because I got a few things. I, only, I probably yeah. spent, like, 150 well, bucks, um, maybe. Like, with the... I forget his name. John? John. Yeah, John. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, he, he bought you a ton of shit. Yeah, John was sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. On that Aww. trip. He was just like, you guys want this? Cool. Yeah, you just wouldn't casually like, mention, oh. like, that looks cool, and all of a sudden... He'd it be, would be he'd in be your like, hand. Here, and be like... I, I just said it was cool. I didn't. Right, say, I guess oh. I have this now. Like it was, wow, yeah, it was great. What's yeah. up? Having but a rich friend at a convention is yeah. awesome. That's gonna be reciprocated I for him. Wanna... I didn't. <laughs> You're telling me he did that all for nothing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was also the year that I'm really upset that um, I wasn't more selfish because that was the year I had tickets for me and Luke. Actually, mm. we had two passes to go to see a John Williams concert with the cast of Star Wars. I remember this story and. There was three of us and only two passes, so I turned them down. <gasps> but we did, but we did. We did. We went to the Kevin Smith. Go see Kevin Smith. We went to the Kevin Smith panel. Oh, that sounds... Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> we saw the... And he was all sad and depressed because everybody left the hall. Everyone... He, he was like 30 minutes late coming out or 20 minutes late coming out because when he came out to the to Hall H, which is a 6,000-seater uh, uh, thing, um, no one was there because everyone left for Star Wars. Damn. And the, the Hall H doesn't empty. Ever, like Pretty ever. much Once from the beginning to the end. you stay in Hall H. Unless you're Star Wars and say if you leave right now, you can come to a John Williams concert with the entire cast and crew of Star uh, Wars. And then everyone leaves. Yeah. So yeah, so he pops his head out and sees like seven people and he's like, oh god. And so he waits. <laughs> and by the time he came on stage, the hall had refilled. Mm. But it just takes a minute for the hall of that size to empty yeah. and yeah. the line to fill in and like... 
Yeah, so we, we, I mean, it was still fun. We got to see the it giant felt, it, um, the, the, Bratzy, yeah, the giant yeah. Bratwurst monster. It felt, from, oh it felt more, more like, like, there were a lot of people there, but it felt more like a smaller, intimate yeah, kind of yeah. type thing. I'm Even still, though it did end up filling up. Oh, it did. It Behind ended us, up filling up, up. But it just felt like, I don't know, he felt like more candid to the people that were there. Yeah. He no, felt like was, he really appreciated that these people were there. And it was, and it felt like night better. It was all a bunch of his actual fans, not like what Hall H usually is. It's like half the people who are like, Reporters. Well, I guess I'm still here. And they just stay. Or people reporting on it. Yeah. I yeah. am a little sad that we didn't go to go to that John Williams concert, though. Yeah. Like, I, I, if I could do that again, I would, I would go to the John Williams concert. Because <laughs> Kevin Smith listens Especially to this and sheds that, a tear. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, w- I would do it. I, would, I don't care. <laughs> Especially the way that they got the tickets, because my friends s- snuck their way into yep. the Star Wars panel. Yep. Well, lied their way into the Star Wars panel. And then got themselves free passes, put them in their pocket, circled the line back around, snuck back in, and got two more free passes. Oh, my gosh. Swindlers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did that the entire convention. There was like any kind of workaround that you could get. Well, they did it. (laughs) The next day they showed up and they didn't have a badge. So she faked a badge and got in. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so easy. They counterfeited a badge. It's not easy anymore. This was this was the year before RFID chips. So it was just printed off. It was just printed off. And like so she with highlighter uh, just etched out or uh, like white out, white it out or, or striped all the paint off of the badge holder that dictated which color dictated which day. Uh-huh. She just scraped all the paint off the badge holder, then put it on top of another one that we that I had that had the day that she was going oh for and used highlighter to color in the right color and then flashed the badge and walked in. Because they don't they don't they see they color don't care. and they're like fine. Yeah, yeah they, they don't, don't care. care. I, I don't they just, care. Yeah. Yeah, it's true they don't. Um but now that we're like 25 minutes into the episode, hey guys, I Is got, already that I got oh. some news. Hey Ryan, did you have anything else going about Pokemon? Because no. I interrupted you. Well, I did it, and it was done, and I caught them all, and that was about it. I do have some more stats. He caught though. them all, and he's done. Um, you've got so <laughs> you've got a full Pokedex now. <laughs> yes. No. Um, so you haven't caught them all. No, I'm just I bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking liar. Uh, the two over two days, there were 16 hours of gameplay. Pokemon Go players caught 1.5 billion Pokemon. That's right. We got distracted Holy by the money. Holy <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot of Pokemon. Spun 900 million Pokestops, and walked 125 million kilometers. What's and that in America? How? So, <laughs> I don't know because yeah. the game doesn't measure miles. It only still measures kilometers. kilometers. Oh, yeah. okay. Kilometers are okay. the same no matter where you're at. Yeah. So it's in not America, American kilometers. kilometers. Good call. Right. Yeah. Good call. Right. Is that, yeah, is that American kilometers? <laughs> it's not American <laughs> kilometers. I saw, I saw a meme that was like a family in the, like the 80s, and it was like all these like normal looking, you know, 70s style family portrait, and it had like, you know, New Zealand, Australia, um, Germany, England, and it said uses metric system, uses metric system, uses metric system, and then there was a kid there with a bandana and a mullet and a leather jacket, and it had an American flag, and it said went to the moon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So and and Always just funny. just some maths for y'all: one point five billion over sixteen hours equals ninety three million seven hundred fifty thousand five hundred Pokemon per hour. How many people played? I don't know. All of them. It doesn't have that stat available. That's a stat that's more important because, like... I just want to know how many people there are that are playing Pokemon. How many people are still playing? Yeah. I mean, enough for them to make $21 million Jeez, in two it, days. I know. I'm like, so, a lot. And Didn't when they did the first, like, 
fest, wasn't it? Like at a place. Yeah, that's all how it used to be. All, all the fests, but the last two years have been at a specific place. So you had to go fly there, and then per- and buy a ticket and participate at that. You had like a physical. physical I remember location. one was in like Chicago. 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 A tsunami was, started outside. I know. Apparently. What in the world? <laughs> this is it the same is storm so that caused flooding in Richfield this morning. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. It's fine. I I want to know how many I want to know how many Pokemon Bezos caught. In, yeah, in, how many people? Yeah, yeah. In orbit. Well, he, he caught a Yu-Gi-Oh like card. Went really on Pokemon high, Go. He caught a special space Pokemon that only say, people in space can get. I wanna... That he created himself so he could be the only person <laughs> to get that Pokemon <laughs> in space. It's a fucking Bezos <laughs> right. thing to do. Yeah, he goes to the edge of space and the only thing he can catch is a Bulbasaur or something. Yeah, no, a Rattata. Because they are everywhere. They're so annoying. Pidgeys and Rattatas and Zubats. Yeah, Pokemon in space. <laughs> they live on Pluto. If you guys could be a Pokemon, what Pokemon would you be? Oh. I don't know because there's one that's like my favorite, but I don't know if that oh, would be me. You'd be it? I don't know what I'd be. I would totally be a psychic type. A psychic type? I can yeah. see that for you. Yeah, so the thing is you can't pick your own. Oh, okay. Somebody okay. else has to somebody else has to identify <laughs> oh, your, this your is Pokemon. A good game. Game. This is a good <laughs> right. Right. Right, because you're all mm. fucking Jigglypuffs. I'm, I actually am a Jigglypuff. Everybody's already, that's already been given. It's the it's only no. one I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> the cute pink round uh, balloon Pokemon. You know, you know, it's, I like the old Pikachu, like from the Game Chonkachu. Boy, where he was all fat. Yeah, yeah. he's so cute. That's in the Chonkachu? new... Chonkachu? Yeah, Chonkachu. Yeah. Yes, he's so That's cute. his non-official official name. <laughs> he's the best version of Pikachu. When he's just like, eh. <laughs> He's like, goddamn Pikachu. And then they gave him. He, what? What did you Chonkachus? say? Chonkachus? He's coming back. Chonkachus coming back, yes. everybody. You here to hear first, folks. You would be. Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, though. Wow. I'm sorry, I, Mr. Mime. I think he just called you a pedophile. <laughs> it's the most no, terrifying it's, thing. Yeah, it's just the I, creepy one. I'm pretty oh, sure oh, he just oh, called you a pedophile. Because I hate clowns. I hate clowns. I got it. Mr. Mime is so yeah, fucking I, terrifying. I, he's the worst. He's it's like, like for someone that like, talks for a habit. Real, that'd be so awesome. I'm like, yeah, it's cool until you Except walk down the street and you see Mr. Mime hanging out with a jinx in an alley and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. It's terrifying. Stay the fuck away from that alley. I think I might be a Snorlax. Snorlax mm. is so good. He's so cute. That's me. I we're all sleep. Snorlax. Just I can sleep. sleep anywhere. I sleep all the time. I, I can sleep through fucking anything. <laughs> you gotta do something special to get me to actually wake up. So you gotta play a magical flute. Yeah. See, I wish I I wish I knew someone that was, that was like that's what you did wrong today, Starfish. Oh, I played your flute. Oh <laughs> and it was only for a dollar. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> For a dollar. <laughs> but hey. He, char- he charges a dollar a minute. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like 30 seconds. <laughs> so it's There's a minimum of a minute, though. It's okay. like no no prorated rates. Are you, are you ready for a thing? Uh, sure. Watch yes. this. Okay. Hey, guys, I got some news. News? Yay. What? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, so we got a new trailer for the Dune movie. I am so excited. I watched it. Yeah. Kyle. Yes. Good for Go you. Ahead. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> straight up good for you. <laughs> no, that's perfect. It looks very fun and cool, and it's a Villeneuve movie, and uh, put his name on anything, and I'm already ninety percent sold. Charles, three that's, words. I'm interested. A lot. 
Yeah. <laughs> Charles does three word reviews of things. I liked, I liked it. it. <laughs> it was bad. Okay, it was bad. I like that. <laughs> Look, and it's got anything. all the people I like Very in it. Very okay. concise and to the point. No. You don't need more than three words, honestly. Right. We're like right. Charles. People talk too much. Right, people Charles. People do talk too we're much. We're going to have this in-depth discussion about said topic. Tell us what you thought. It was all right. Yeah, honestly, that's all you Moving need, on. though. Anything else is like a waste of time. It's just a bunch of gobbledygook in she between me. stuff. See, it sounds like you have an ally, finally. <laughs> it's about time someone gets Where me Where he says, I liked it, and then everyone stares at him, and he goes, I got nothing else! But it's because it's the round table bullshit. You start like going like, hey, what about this? I'll have opinions. But yeah, like, but tell guess, us about it. You just like, well, general thought. Is, right? It's just like, <laughs> like, maybe. I <laughs> like I just said I wanted to talk about it. I didn't say I wanted to tell you about it. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to be put on the spot like that. God damn it. I want to have like a conversation. Brian. That's why this podcast is a shit show, by the way, is because we converse. It's not a round table. It's a fiery train wreck. <laughs> it's fucking um, <laughs> What'd you think of the Dune trailer? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> See? Um, no, I loved it. I am super excited. I like the Dune stuff. Um, I have liked all the Dune miniseries. I've liked the old Dune shows. I like the Patrick Stewart Dune stuff. I really like it. I am super excited for the, um, the weirding way effects that they do where they get all wiggly. <laughs> when they glitch, yeah, they glitch. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's it's, it's like a mass. A, it's a mass effect game. Yeah. That is a good description. When the they wiggly. glitch, <laughs> they Bethesda their I way out of attack. Yeah. <laughs> I like wiggly effects. I like wiggly effects too, because I actually like. I can envision what you're talking about. And they just kind of. They just, like, they just vibrate, and then they turn into, like, what, what it looks... What was that? Uh, they just kind of... I break. Hold on, hold on, Ryan. I'm yeah. going to need you to do yeah, that. Yeah, because this is a podcast. We can't see what we're doing. We need video One proof. One more time, please. One more this time. Is only, this is the third yes. time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So you've had break? Yes. Yes. Show us, show us your weirdening ways. <laughs> oh, you need no. another one. You need another one. This one's way better. Got it. <laughs> That's yeah. my weirding way. I'm a Benny Jesuit. What in the good goddamn is going on out there? It's a it's a dance tsunami. I those guys you. have opened up. Yes. We are all going to die. It's a tsunami. I hope someone brought a boat. It's a lot. It's crazy. We've out there. needed water. Well, you here know, we go. <laughs> well, we now have it in frozen ball form. This is the thing that I get to do as a dad: is stand up and put my hands on my belt and go. Ah, yeah, we needed this. <laughs> we needed one. Okay. Yeah. Every so time coming it rains. down on there. Every time uh, it rains. Yep. I know nothing about Dune, I don't but it uh-huh. looks really cool. And so everybody and their mom and is in this movie. Right. Well, and everybody oh. is like, Dune is the coolest, and I'm like, I okay. don't know anything about Dune, so, so explain Dune to me or okay, t- convince on. me I'll to tell watch you, it. Tell you everything you need to know okay. about Dune. Oh, I'm it's excited fucking about weird. This. I love fucking weird. There you go. That's all you cool, need. Cool. So I'll it's, be into it's it. It's fucking See? weird. No so more than three see, words. See, he got me though. I'm hooked. I'm ready. I'm gonna three go. Three words is all anyone needs. <laughs> so let me do all the all the extra fluff in between them. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> he's gonna fluff. He's gonna fluff Kyle. I'm gonna fluff Kyle's words. Um, it is 
like one of the great grandfathers of all modern sci-fi. Okay. So if you watch it, or, and it'll be like, oh, this thing's copying everything else. No, no, no. No, it was the first. It was the first. Everything else is copying it. And it's, yeah. So there's Sick. like giant desert planets that Star Wars copied. There's giant sandworms that... Uh, Tremors? Tremors and Beetlejuice. Star Wars and Star Wars. Everybody copied, copied yeah. And Is it not Tremors sandworms? When you say sandworms, a, I think. A drug called Spice, which Star Wars also copied. Uh-huh. There's, there's like weird martial art combat stuff that lots of sci-fi things happen. There's, I are we going to be sure okay? We are going to die. I, yeah. can, I can hear it in the from our it's like from hitting our the window. Like <laughs> this episode will never actually air. <laughs> <laughs> the time to air your you grievances, know, guys. I'm going to feel you like know, Nedry in Jurassic Park trying to get into my car as I leave. And I, hope there's I not seem a to remember the there. last time this happening, a giant sign falling on somebody's car. That was my truck. Oh, and yes. I drove. I didn't drive the, the truck today. I drove the Firebird, which is not great for this weather either. <laughs> oh, that was, I was like, That's, that car's cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh. I feel you. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> moving. Well, this in the soft top. No, this it's is, not. That's true. I just I want to know how much Apocalypse how much of the podcast. storm is is this pick is it picking up? Let's just sit, let's well, give everybody be at, quiet. Look, look at the line. Yes, listeners, listen to that <laughs> storm outside. Listen this is to our, our this doom. is our was it the, where's Chelsea for the uh was it ASMR? A- a- yeah, ASMR. Yeah. Where she would go like this. <laughs> She'd be like, guys, ASMR. I'm just. It's calming. There we go. The storms have passed. It's not passing. Actively passing? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how storms Um, work, man. I I did mention while watching the Dune trailer um, that Oscar Isaac has a fantastic beard, and I one day want that beard. Mm -hmm. He has some solid beard. Serious beard. Oh, it's real good. That guy and Kyle says if he he's a nice enough man if you ask him he might give it to me. It, it, this is true. I don't. I have I have heard things about Oscar Isaac. I don't think he that will you, literally give you the beard off his face. Oh, I don't think you can do that. Guy. I don't think that works the way you think it works. I'm gonna get his beard before you. Get I'm pretty beard. sure it's not gonna work the way I'm envisioning it working. <laughs> That's a great beard. It's a great beard. You know what? Oh no, it works. <laughs> <laughs> when he's in this like armored up suit, he looks like a Civil War general. He looks. It looks like Look it doesn't move. It looks like it's just like, like carved right. onto it's his got face. The it's so perfect, perfect. The perfect amount of gray. In there too. Sculpted beard, beard cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Welcome man. back to beard cast. Right. But some more news. Um, more news. So we've been talking about the uh, the what if uh, series. Yes, the one we are the, all very excited to see. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, apparently, um, it's weird that volumes one and three uh, sold out really quickly after the uh, trailer, but not two and four. What? I don't no, understand this. Hey, sold out where? Uh, At the nerd store. Said, the nerd information. Uh, da, 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 did you pull this from Bleeding Cool? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Um, it was uh, through Marvel. Uh, it said, leading to Marvel rush reprint orders in time to be ready for August 11th's cartoon debut. Well, that's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> um, it's Marvel. They don't have their shit together that right. well. Uh, so the what if, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but it was originally created in 1976 by then Marvel editor-in-chief Roy Thomas. 
Um, they were, you know, one-off explorations of alt history versions of major events, like what if Gwen Stacy, Stacy, Stacy lived? Uh, what if Spider-Man? Oh my God, I'm having a hard time. Spider-Man. Spider-Man uh, had joined the Fantastic Four. Uh, and what if Wolverine battled Conan the Barbarian? Which I need to get my hands on that. Wow. Because the, I, I, yeah. I, I, hold on, wait, wait. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> It's a, it's a one-time thing. It's not happening again. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it will happen every week. <laughs> I will beat that horse to death. Um, Why are you beating a horse? <gasps> wow. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Yes. Uh, I just thought it was weird that volumes one and three sold I, out, I not one and two. It happens. That I have a theory. Does it? Really often, especially with something like What If, because mm. What If is it's not something you have to read in order. It's a whole bunch of one-shots. One-offs. Mm-hmm. So, so like maybe the good, the good ones right. are in I'm actually looking up to see which one's in which. I, I, I have a theory. So volume one's cover is cool. It's like the Fantastic Four or the... Uh, depending on which one you get. It's, fa- it's Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four or the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Volume two... What if the Avengers have never been? Volume two is Hulk also, kind of with a big axe. Also, I don't, I don't know what information you're going based on. But I can currently order Volume Three. Good. Volume Three is it on back order? It, nope. Hmm. It is in stock at Diamond right now. Volume Excellent. Three. So your reporting is shit. <laughs> Thanks, guy who helped uh, me with the news stories. <laughs> I got you. Volume Three is Wolverine. So it's the covers. Obviously it's all about Wolverines. covers. Yeah. The Wolverines. There's, there's the. That's the top one's Volume Three and the bottom one's Volume Two. Nice. And volume, so what you're so what you're saying if if somebody were to go into the nerd store. And, order and, it? and and request all the volumes of What If, you could you could slap those bad boys right into their hands. I could get you volume two and three. Oh, there you go, volume two and three. But volumes one and four are both sold. Maybe they shifted from the writing of the article. That's the not how any of that. That's hilarious. Listen. Maybe Look, there was a battle I, at the top of Diamond. But I'd be willing to if somebody walked into the nerd store and says, hey, I want to open up a hold, and will you put all the volumes of What If in my hold after they come in? Yeah, well, we can do that. Volume sure. 4 is well, See, that's, see? That's, that's a perfect thing. It's also, yeah, it's, they're also backorder stocked, which means they're going back to print so I can order them and get them in eventually. Well, okay, that's good. Volume will 4 is, having, is Reed Richards having <laughs> a pain-gasm cover. Yeah, that's what that looks like. And that one's Whoa. sold out at Diamond. <laughs> Um, it's so weird that people who like comics will order things based off the cover. It's I just I just uh, I mean packaging I mean, and like visual stuff is I feel like very important I, to pe- consumers. People I also find stuff. it weird people buy comics and never open them or read them. They Please just seal two. them. They just I seal them. Like I feel offended by that. I buy. <laughs> you buy two. You get one uh-huh. to look at and then no, one to read. I buy that. I do that for K-pop albums. You buy. I buy and then I keep one. Then I don't touch and then I open one. <laughs> like you buy the like like physical like yeah, like vinyls like or like CDs. C- so it's CDs. It's like a whole thing, and you buy different versions, and each one will have like collectible cards inside. So I'll like keep one to just have oh as gosh. like a collectible, and then I'll open all the other ones to try to pull the cards you, that I want to pull. Do you put? Do you put How like? Many, wait. So it's a trading card packages. So so each one has a different card in it of like a different member in the band. So you can get like there's you can get so many. So that's how they sell. Why are we just suddenly back in the '90s? What the fuck is happening? They've like (laughs) nailed how to like export this as like a way to make money. Like it's it's crazy. It's 
a really cool thing. I but know. I collect a lot of those. So I know what right. it's like to... So the takeaway is... I'll buy stuff. Consumers are just a little <laughs> bit stupid. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. All right. Just, I've built I a business it. on that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My entire livelihood comes from that statement. But, you know, honestly, I think we were going to wait until the end, but I think that might be a... a uh, we can take a break in the Segway. news. Segway. 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 Oh, there it is. Um, because, <laughs> Do we call uh, it out? Is that how, that's how segways yeah, that's how work, it works. Right? That's how it works. Yep. Really good segways right, are always right. Absolutely. called out. Right. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the this is the segue. Yeah, if if not for that, how would anyone know? Exactly. They wouldn't. Now you they know this completely smooth and natural segue. Segue. Yeah. Uh into and not like the two wheeled vehicle. No. I was gonna say, speaking of speaking of time. Segways. segways. Do we all need segues? We do need segues. Do we need Nerd Dome podcast segues? Yes. Can we can, can we, we go to Vegas on some nerd dome podcast segues? No, we need to segue <laughs> around the nerd mall. Oh, that's how we're going to do that's it. That's how we got. Yeah, yeah. okay. And then we'll just, big enough. People, you've got to use a segue to get from one end People will line up and then oh, with our could, pictures, and then yes. we can just have our Sharpie and just Wait, do... Wait, we're famous now? Yeah. In uh-huh. the nerd, in the, in the in nerd in mall, we'll be famous. Nerd mall. We're like princes of the nerd now mall. Now you're just... No, yes. I like that narrative better We've if we're just not famous. We've just got into a huge <laughs> And we're just rogue. Yeah. We're just wandering the mall rogue and signing things. Be like, hi, grab someone's receipt and sign it. I'm in with that. Like, just grab someone's random comic that they just bought and sign the outside. Hi, how you doing? You liking this? Good, there you go. (laughs) Did you write it? No, I have nothing to do with it. No, no. I just, bye. I talked about it it once on a thing. Mm -hmm. This needs to be a thing. But back to the segue. Segue! Yeah! So, (laughs) K-pop... I love that you want thing. to talk about K-pop. I think well, that's so funny. Because I don't, I like, we don't understand. We don't uh, understand. Okay, ask me questions. I'll answer them. Please, explain. we're not middle-aged men or anything here. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of white guys with beards in here. Um, <laughs> well, you guys um, all do have beards. <laughs> we're all a bunch of white guys with beards. That's right. All of you have beards. Beardcast. Um, yeah. Beardcast. Beard yeah. uh, we've already established this beard. Right. <laughs> Charles um, apparently has two. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so I guess oh, like off mic call back. I understand. <laughs> I understand, like you know, like pop sensations and, and like mm-hmm. phenomenons and stuff like that. But it just seems like it's there was there's one for a, a while, and then I'm like, oh okay, and then I don't hear anything about it, and then all of a sudden there's this next giant sensation that I have no idea what the hell it is. <laughs> You're like, what's going and on? I'm like, here? what's going on? Like, yeah. So. The interesting thing about K-pop is it's all they these people are like trained and like pretty much kind of just like bred to be entertainers in a way. Like, like ma- are like manufactured by companies so, from small children. It's like uh, it's like there's these different agencies in in South Korea. So basically, before uh, the 1990s, music in South Korea was pretty much all controlled by like the government and like they were going through a lot of like weird sh- shit with like war and stuff so they really didn't have like a lot of their own pop culture and then when like American pop culture became more accessible to the whole world that's when you started to see like a big change in music over there mm-hmm. um, and they did take a lot of inspiration from like our 
90s boy bands like you see that a lot it's clearly reminiscent of like NSYNC is is and and Backstreet Boys responsible for (laughs) K-pop I wouldn't say they're responsible for K-pop but they definitely saw what worked over here and were like this can be like bigger than what it is so um, basically what makes K-pop K-pop is the fact that all of these people who are in these groups have been trained for like six to 13 years it could be even before they debut and they're like in their like and when they debut, they're still like they're 20. still te- yeah they're still <laughs> right. like even younger than that. Sometimes they can be like fourteen years old and be in a group that's super popular. It's crazy. So yeah, you have like a bunch of companies over it's not there. Weird. <laughs> yeah, you, you know like, what you know what it makes me think of though is like uh, you think of the big like soccer teams in yeah. uh, in like Europe. Mm-hmm. Nope, they sign these I sure don't. They sign these kids to play for their professional it's team true, when yeah. they're like eight, nine, ten years old, and they sign oh them to God. like develop all the way yeah, yeah. all the yeah. way through to be right. professionals. So yeah. that's. Well, this is not. It's weird here because it, we wouldn't think say. about also, that. Also, I'm, in other places, it's actually kind of like more normal when we're here. We're like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy to think about. Like these, you think of like the, these like little like manufactured robot slaves or whatever, you know. But a it's a lot bit. different. The, the <laughs> idea, the idea that classically trained K-pop star is a weird is, is thing, a thing, right? You know, I'm a classically trained boy band member. Performer. Yeah, and like member. they're trained in. Um, dancing obviously singing uh but not only that but like academics they have to learn like four different languages and like so it's like this thing that they go through because they want to the goal is to become a global thing right not just based in so Korea. like from the get-go they're like listen yeah. you're not just going to be big here you're going to be big you're everywhere. being you're being put together to be big everywhere all the time and especially more recently in more recent groups there's at least one member that speaks english really well so you they can be like an ambassador and more often are you seeing them go on world tours and they can like speak to you know all the different audiences that they go mm-hmm. see so it's yeah they are definitely like trained to be like perfect pop stars and i think that's what makes it so impactful um and people really think that's interesting obviously well, there are there are so many factors of this that are weirdly fascinating like, yeah. like do they do they have like synchronization camp where they like force a group of like four or five guys to to do everything in unison all the time pretty well so there's They're like cereal grab a big part pour. of like and can <laughs> they film that so we can watch it. I absolutely. I want to I watch 100%. synchronization training. <laughs> I bet you could find idols doing synchronization anything randomly on the internet. There's so many weird things, <laughs> but like a big part of idol culture is they have like these survival idol TV shows where they'll like put like a hundred a knife in one of their hands. Yes, it's like the Hunger Games where everybody has to sing right. and dance, and if they don't, then they murder each other, and that's how they yes! create these two groups. That's I how BTS was formed. This is the origin of BTS. They all murdered 99 other people right. to become BTS. God, wasn't there a guy there's recently a, there's a comic who like, idea. got onto one of these shows a as a joke mm-hmm. and was just constantly begging people to vote him off but they didn't. Nobody did. <laughs> so he made it? I, yeah, he's like, I, I hate this. I don't want to be here. This was supposed to be a joke. Like, let's like, keep I was him never in. supposed sure to get that's in That's a Black Mirror episode, sir. <laughs> it could be. It could very well be. Sounds like it. But yeah, no. Everyone was like, ah, oh, this is hilarious. He wins. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. But yeah, they had these like idol reality shows where like each agency. So say there's like ten different agencies. They'd send in a bunch of. And different... are those like like record companies? So some of them kinda? aren't even record companies. Like when K-pop first started, you had they realized how much of like a corporate gain this could be for them. So you had like 
electronic companies randomly coming in and creating like hi i'm toshiba yeah, this is my k-pop right, yes group. you have right, exactly you have, you, have, you, have, you, have, you have you have the amazon basics k-pop <laughs> they try right. to compete the bezos with is yes the, the amazon, boys. The <laughs> amazon <laughs> version of bts i'm gonna write bezos boys, <laughs> bezos boys. but no that's a so you had like a lot of random smaller agencies they saw how much could potentially become of this so you know when they first started there was like a bunch of random little companies but now there's like a big top three or you could even say four right now that are like dominating the mm-hmm. scene but in these like shows they would have a bunch of they'd send in a bunch of trainees and it'd be like a hundred of them and each week they'd all do these synchronization tests and like and like they'd be coached and like these coaches are like ruthless as you know sometimes you're like They're oh like my Gordon god Gordon Ramsay yes. <laughs> that's amazing and like these kids are like dancing for like 24 hours straight like you're just watching like all this crazy stuff happen and like people get voted off and at the end you have like a group of 12 people which still seems like so many like you look at k-pop groups and you're like there's 12 members in this group holy shit that's a lot that's of people in a group i think our podcast is the k-pop of podcasts we have too many members that's yeah. possible our, our old one was. So we, have now we, have to... yeah. we have now had our hunger games we, our <laughs> hunger there were games knives happened. um <laughs> no i you know it's funny i didn't think much about like I don't know if it's just because I was never around the world like with like dance groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that I remember in high school was when the first time I realized I was like wow they're really like working really hard at this yes. because I remember there was like their it was like a high school and they had like their dance team and they were like preparing for some final event thing right uh-huh. but they were out there they were out doing their they're doing their routine and I was just walking through and like the the coach of the team was like not good enough again. Yes, and they I was are like, so, my God, it's crazy. She's so intense. They're very intense. <laughs> like these coaches are super intense, and they're always just like, "You wanted to do this for the, your life. You need to be better at it." Like they're just. Yeah, and really I just, intense. I just remember seeing all get these good. high school get girls good. that were just like drenched in sweat. Their ponytails <laughs> are stuck to the back. Like they can't do it again. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, because I had never, uh, never been in that circle, so I had yeah. no idea. The yeah. work it takes. It takes a lot of work, and I think what makes them so like enticing to watch is the fact that they are good at singing, dancing, and they do it all performing. It's always this huge performance, like very, very cool. The music videos are always very expensive, very elaborate. Like the sets are very elaborate. One They're of never my favorite screen. things is to watch K-pop videos without the sound on, and then make up a story for what the hell What's is going happening. On? Yeah, and I'm like, they're not... in a school. Is that a wizard? <laughs> is it Harry Potter? No, he's got a sword. That guy's got a gun. What is happening? There's a they're in tuxedos now? <laughs> what is going on? I, no, literally, I want to crazy. do this with you, and yes. we just need to make that a podcast. Halloween. Halloween, we, we will get drunk, that and we will watch K-pop videos on mute. I am fucking in. Can we record that? Yes. That sounds so wonderful. We'll set up a microphone in front of the TV and just start the recording at the beginning of the night and stop it at the end. It'll be like Mystery Science Theater, but with K-pop videos. That sounds great. We need to get back to our drunken recordings. Slight yes. derail, like I always yes. do. But no. we yes. need to get back to drunken recordings. No, we don't. Yeah, we They're do. not good. <laughs> Buzzed. They were fun as hell. Buzzed. We need to have podcast nights where we have Luke randomly drunkenly tell us. Oh, that's right. 
poorly tell us stories of <laughs> explained comics. Yeah. I was so or Kyle drunkenly explains the Doctor Who episode. Yes. Like those, those were, were, were fun. Your just... dome podcast drunkenly explains right. is fantastic and we Listen, need to do it. Again. I was sitting there and you guys started putting <laughs> stuff in my hands and said, keep talking. Because you grabbed the Santa Claus and just started hot cuddling with Did it I? and so we were just like oh. here's more shit i was very <laughs> drunk so anyway back to kate okay yeah i have a sorry. question uh-huh so outside of the survivors like how are they <laughs> so chosen they... or do they like i mean if they're so little and they're investing in them to yeah. their entire lives mm-hmm. like what how do they choose these little kids to then become these so pop they have stars? auditions they'll have like global auditions for certain agencies like if it's a big agency so the top agencies are yg JYP, um, Big Hit, which is now Hybe Entertainment, and SM Entertainment. So those agencies will have global auditions, whereas other agencies will have, like, you know, within either South Korea or they'll reach out to, like, Japan and China um, and have auditions. And these little kids are, like, 10 to 13 to 16 years old, you know, coming in and, like, showing off what they got. And then, like, I guess the agency will, like, Based off of potential, they'll choose them, and then they'll probably go through like a boot camp of sorts. Mm-hmm. And they have monthly evaluations to determine like if you're going to debut or if you're going to like keep training or if you're not going to be a part of the agency anymore. So it's quite a like long process. So are there a lot of children then that get chosen and then go through the whole process and, and then be, like, don't train debut. and be like? Well, yep. suck away. It now I've got to be an accountant. No, yeah, it <laughs> happens a lot. Actually, a lot of people. Because it's so saturated, too, I feel like, especially now, there's so many groups coming out um, that, like, it's really hard, probably, to be an idol. I feel like a lot of them actually don't make it through the pro- – like, a lot more people are getting probably booted than actually make it. So, wow. yeah. And, and booted a stabbing. That's yeah, yeah. And you, get, you get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> to make this clear, it's murder. It's, it's murder. murder. It's, it's a multifunction show. Not only is it entertainment and producing a K-pop band – but it, the, there's Only also the a population survive. control element to it as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to make the joke I was going to make. <laughs> so, like, when you say global tryouts, do they do they have to be of of of, of Asian heritage? No, no right. Like, so like, like a French, you can't like a French kid a could go into yeah, K-pop so star. more recently, more recently, that's become the case. Like they've opened it up to America, mm-hmm. and like they've opened it up to a lot of um, other countries. Charles, there you no, go. I'm the dance. Then you're in. There you go. There's like a lot of Australian idols. Wow. Um, yeah, it's uh-huh. very interesting. So you'll actually see quite a different. There's lately, especially, there's been a lot more different variety of idols instead of just being of Korean or Japanese descent because that's typically what was most mm-hmm. popular. Yeah. I'm, I'm more curious on the marketing end. Oh, like the, all the. Yeah. Does every K-pop CD come with collectible cards? Yes, every <laughs> single on. one. That's so just a thing. I could just, it's, it's weird. It's just a thing. And also, so not only does every K-pop group, so every time they have a comeback is what they call like when they release a new album. So they'll debut and then they'll have comebacks every time they release a new album. And sometimes they have like multiple comebacks a year. So That's, they never went away. They're, how do you? How can you be a comeback you, if you never go away? It's you, just the, you need it. Apparently, you need a K-pop section of your store now. Yeah, it's exactly no, like you starting. do because people. I kid you not. My dance team alone spends hundreds <laughs> well, of I'll dollars a month just buying K-pop <laughs> albums. But uh, wow, I, they okay. no. I'm I'm telling you. <laughs> I, just, I just the fact that cards things anyway. It's continue. really cool. And so every comeback they'll release an album or like a CD, a physical CD that you can buy for it. But it's 
they have multiple versions of that CD as well. So not only do you want to buy like one version, you want to buy a mul- another version. But if you don't pull like the member you want in the album, you'll want to buy so more. So you can't put the CDs together to make like a, a panorama picture? Some of them do that. Like some <laughs> of them will do that too. That's the like, comic book thing. Yeah. It's connecting yeah. covers. Yeah. It's connecting CDs. Yeah, it's so right. It's, in, yeah, really, it's, yeah, it's right. Well, in, it's, it's right in there. Okay, the reason this is, intrigues me so much is because they different posters. They come with like yeah. so they many literally just things. took all of the marketing gimmicks from my industry and <laughs> added it to music. Like, yeah. they they made it that's so all the same gimmicks. Yep, they did. They they took. Things do they have that were really foil? Cool. <laughs> do they have foil oh, cover sure CDs? Yes. I'm sure they have lenticular. Do they have and... like chase cards? Like different, like not just the members, uh-huh. but like the uh, same version of the of like the same member, the same card. Yeah, but it's gold. Do they have different versions? shitty cards too, where it's like you accidentally get the producer or something? I know, <laughs> but people would be pissed. Damn. People would be so like, mad. Like, like, when, you like, when you buy a pack of Pokemon and you're like, the rare is like a Jigglypuff. I and fucking you're like, hate that. I hate yeah. when you open horrible Pokemon packs. <laughs> it's the worst. See? It's it the makes me very yeah. mad. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. Like uh, in my K-pop dance team, we have a Discord channel. There's we have a specific channel dedicated to K-pop photo cards, is what we call them. So we can trade them back and forth with each other. Or like, so okay. it's like mm-hmm. a whole, it's a whole thing. So yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. They've nailed their marketing thing. We've we're suckers for merchandise for their concerts. I waited in line for a BTS concert ticket for like eight hours in a queue just to have it sell out in like 30 seconds and then I had to buy it from like a reseller for way more than it should have been and it was the worst. Like I feel like they just make so much money. How how did K-pop get all of their fans to just transport back to the 90s? Because you're collecting I mean, collectible people, cards. People like you're the members. All the different variants. It's true. You're standing in line for concert tickets again. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing anymore for, mod- for American music. I wish we don't that stand we would in do line that for because that's tickets. what makes it so fun. That's what makes this Honestly, whole thing so fun. I kind of miss waiting like uh, for movies, like yeah. getting there early right. for movies and yeah. getting your good seat. Or having to go to Smith's at like 6 a.m. when they go yeah. to sell Here's what I find hilarious about it. The vast majority of fans are like buying into nostalgia I think from an era they were not alive in. That's, that's true. Yeah. It's a little weird. It's a little, but I, I, I'm, I, res- but then it's I like respect not- it. I don't, like I'm not nostalgic for the, yeah. the 70s. But then think about but it. Think about it though. The there 90s. are those people out there that are like, that love the, like the greaser stuff from the 50s. That is also true. Yeah. So it's not. I guess, it's not a new phenomenon, but no, it is something that happens. It's not. It's still a little. It's it's a little weird still. Listen, when I start it's seeing neon fanny packs and Lisa Frank binders again, dude, neon fanny I packs. I love are, Lisa. Frank. Fanny packs are coming. Yeah, back. I know oh. the fanny. I'm talking I, like the super oh, bright ones, right. like they're on mass. Oh, I've we'll seen see them. them. I've seen they're them. Just, <laughs> they'll be tomorrow. You'll see them. I want a flock them. of neon if, fanny packs. I order like. Apparel and stuff, right? Yeah. And so, based on what's available for me to order, tells me generally what the trends kind of are based on the manufacturers, right? I don't necessarily keep track of all the trends, but just based on what's available for me to order at any time, I can be like, oh, fanny packs are suddenly available. That must be a A trend. Fanny packs are available at every single one of my suppliers now. Like, they are Everybody everywhere. Everybody gets fanny packs. Sort of trend alert. And several <laughs> years ago, I brought them into the, my store for the first time. And now they're fucking everywhere, and they're available again. So yeah, fanny packs are making a comeback, which I find odd. 
They were never had, a good I accessory. A, I had a fanny pack for that Halloween costume that I kept my Game Boy in. Fanny packs that are wonderful yeah, for conventions, for the gym, for I mean, like anything. Like fanny packs are so great. I wish that they, I would wear them all the time if they would I, the right I, I appreciate the fact that the the British call them bum bags. Yes, bum cute. Bags. That's yes. way cuter. Because fanny is a different bags. word. Fanny is a very different very word in in there. Not not that in the vet um, place. A so, fanny pack is a very different pack. So, uh, so real quick, um, Frog Thor is coming back in Thor number 18. Oh, cool, will you news? put that in um, my hold? Yeah, it said... I love, uh, this, this I love the quote. Segue. Okay, I am not, <laughs> not going to remember this shit. The, qu- the quote hey, is... we have an app now. So if you download the app and sign in, which you should have received an email several months ago, a year ago... Um, and then you can order that for yourself. So you're, so you're telling me if somebody goes into the nerd store, you will show them how to use this so that they can manage their hold online? Yes. The nerd store is a fantastic store, ladies and gentlemen. What a great spot. What a great spot. So this is like the quote from the, from the tweet. It says, this October, only one hero can save us. Throg. Frog of thunder. Uh, and then it says Thor number eighteen by Donny Cates and Pascal Ferry oh, will be unfroggettable. <laughs> because <fantastic>. why not? <laughs> They're like, hold on, hold on, hold on, quick! We got to capitalize. People liked Frog Thor and Loki. Let's bring him back. Let's do it. Right. I'm. It's going to be fun seeing people realize that Frog Thor was not just like a joke that they put into right. Loki. Right. Like it was an actual. It's thing. a thing. It's a thing that happened. It's an actual thing, and he's one of the best Thors. I, I quite enjoyed the, the Pet Avengers run. <laughs> That's adorable. I didn't even know that the thing. I, can't, I, can't. I love that. Who's, comes, what, what pets? Comes to the MCU. What pets are what, what heroes? So it was, it was Frog Thor, and it was... Lockjaw. Lockjaw, and um, the, the dog from Spider-Man right. Amazing Friends. See, What's but the now they could do the I, new one, and they could have Pizza Dog and, in it. Uh, yeah. Oh, and Pizza <laughs> Dog. <laughs> yes. Uh, and... Um, what Lockheed? Oh, uh, Speedball's cat. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> I can't. I. I. I it's know. It's been so long. It's gonna happen in some way. They're gonna do pet vendors yeah. on. And they can. They can. The they can roll sure. it sure out. To. They just did uh, alligator Loki. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Our live oh, audience is interrupting that. today. <laughs> Our yeah, live that's audience. A squirrel girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, and Red Wing. Red Wing was is in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Red Wing's mm-hmm. in it. Well, um, they. they you don't have a real Red Week now, so he can't yeah. be in it again. Well, see, they, they can roll it out of the Hawkeye show because Pizza, Pizza Dog's Dog is going to be in the in the Pizza Hawkeye show, so Dog. it's great. I am so excited for Pizza Dog. Do we get one episode of I, Hawkeye that is for entirely from Pizza Dog's point of view? If we don't, I will be pissed and they'd miss the thing because that was the best issue of that entire run. <laughs> that and the issue where Hawkeye went diving naked across the bed shooting his, his <laughs> shoe and he, had, and he had the Hawkeye head over his crotch as he was diving <laughs> yeah. across the bed. That was also great. He's like, well, it's Monday. Did- <laughs> Didn't the the pizza dog issue win an Eisner? Oh yeah, as a single issue. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing. It's just all from a dog's it's, point of view. It's the entire issue is from this dog's point of view, and there's a whole bunch of conversations happening. But he can only hear words. He only hears words that he understands that's as being hilarious. a dog. So it's just a whole bunch of scribbles and then occasional words. The, oh my gosh, that's so, so you random. Don't know what's you don't happening. know what's going on. <laughs> and at the end of the issue, the dog solved and took care of a murder. Because he's pizza dog. But you don't know what how how. It's no, just... you f- you follow the dog. Okay. You know how the dog did it. But everyone else is trying to figure out the fight, figure out the murder, and the dog solves the murder. That's so funny. And yes. that shit better happen in yeah. the show. <laughs> um, so I had two questions. I'm going to cut it down to one for time. 
Um, I saw a, uh, it was an interview with Jeff Lemire. Um, uh, he did Jeff Lemire, he wrote... Uh, Oops. The, uh, Sweet Tooth, the one that got oh, turned into yeah. the Netflix oh, yeah. show. Yeah, that was such a good show. He, really yeah, he good. wrote that, right? And he said that, because um, they were just kind of asking him about like future stuff, and they asked him if he wanted to like proceed like in like post-apocalypse stuff and he's like i he's like i'm kind of tired of that setting in general he's like i'm working on other stuff but nothing you know in that kind of like post-apocalypse end of the world type thing and he's like he's like i feel like it's kind of over overdone at this point and i kind of have that feeling as well that's like if i'm playing a video game or a movie or a a comic or a novel that's like well the, the world is you know Gone ended. away, and I'm just like, okay, like that. At this point, for me, it's a knock against it. It could be great, but it then has that step to go up for me. I yeah. guess Does well, that makes it, sense. But they Sweet. right now they all feel way great. too close to the mark. Great, like, yeah. way too. Oh, that's part of it. You're just like, yeah. I mean, I know this is giving me my future. I got like ten years left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very fair. It's it's too close to home. I'm a little nervous about mm-hmm. it. Like, I don't want to yeah. see how sad and miserable my future is going to be. <laughs> right. Like, everything post-apocalyptic right now is like, oh, yeah, that all totally makes sense. Like, this isn't fun anymore. You can't sit down and watch Mad Max and go, wow, this is ridiculous. That, like, this will never happen. If you can see the haunted look in Kyle's eyes when he was like, this is it now. This is this. This is it. No, what we have to start doing is we have to start watching post-apocalyptic movies as study guides. So now we know how to handle ourselves in a post-apocalyptic society because we're all going to end up there. Yeah, so now it's... Well, that's what people do when they start putting gasoline and plastic bags in Virginia. Oh Jesus. my God. Like, I'm going to prepare. Or, or, in the bed, or in the bed of a truck. Right. That, that fill right. it up. Just put it right in the trunk. Just <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> we're fucked, but, guys. But what, so, guys, we're, so we're are screwed. you guys, like, in, in fiction, I would what are your guys' feelings about... Post-apocalyptic to apocalyptic. Okay. I am so sick of apocalyptic stories in general. I, yeah. I would prefer to see after the math. Um, that being said, yeah, can we just be done with the whole end of the world thing? Like, I honestly, I don't stories? know. I'm not like partial to it either way. I don't, I don't think I like super love post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic genres in general. So I'm not like mm. too torn about it. But I'll, I can definitely see how saturated it is. Like, there's just so much mm. of that kind of content right. going on. So I could see how people would be like, "Yo, like, please, let's move, let's yeah. let's elaborate yeah. or like ele- elevate this somehow." Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, buy, I would buy on to the uh, a premise, a, po- a post-apocalyptic premise that is like good stories. Yeah, like, like good let's, news. Like yeah, it's the post-apocalypse. Like the rebuilding but of like a thing. Okay. Like after everything. Like, like, like there are no, there are no, no, no marauders. Uh, after no, we've gotten no rid people, of the marauders, people aren't no you know, fighting bears. over resources. Everyone's no just like, yeah, well, no, nobody's yeah. trying to See, kill every single everybody. Like or like super far out from the apocalypse. Stuff like like Horizon Zero Dawn, which took an interesting mm. thing because yeah. like the apocalypse game. was a great game. Was way before, right? And now we get to mm-hmm. kind of see a rebuilding of like that type of stuff. That is, stuff is, is cool interesting and interesting cool. because there's a lot that you can. It's like you you get to start from scratch, kind of, and create your own while like, also world kind building. of yeah. mixing in some of the cool stuff from that the you want to keep yeah. of, of our modern society. Like that far out's cool. And then if you've got like a really, really unique idea, something like Sweet Tooth, which was right. really unique for a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it wasn't like right. anything really was. we had seen yeah. before. That type of story would be cool. Everything else just feels the same. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so if you if you're gonna go post apocalyptic anymore, I feel like it's got to be like like way after the apocalypse, or just like really just clever. Like let's just like do more clever stuff. Like people think so inside the box when it comes to apocalyptic stuff. Like we it, did just discuss everyone filling up trucks with <laughs> gasoline, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure clever's out the door. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like like idiocracy. Watch that. Oh, yeah. watch yeah. idiocracy yeah, yeah, and go wow. It, it, this exactly. is a documentary. Another, yeah, it's another, not supposed to be a documentary. You, another movie. Well, you I think just the pandemic just proved in general how like fairly unprepared okay. we are as a society. Humanity is yeah. when it I comes was, to things, world changing mm, events. I was talking with someone the other day, and they told me that their mom told them that they have to um, drink more Gatorade than water because they need electrolytes. Because the electrolytes kills the coronas. No, just because in general they need more electrolytes, so they need to start it drinking makes the Gatorade <laughs> more than water grave. because they drink too much water, and so they need to drink Gatorade. What the world, guys? Yeah, that's because electrolytes. You guys, we've electrolytes. hit, we've hit, we've idiocracy. Have hit idiocracy. But electrolytes, though. Wait, wait until Camacho it, Mountain Dew becomes present. The only time that's access, acceptable is when you're super, super hungover and you actually <laughs> really need electrolytes. Right, but like not as a daily, just not every day. Give like, it to the plants. Do you want water or Gatorade? Like, I want water. No, you can't Gatorade. have water. Have Gatorade because you that's need the funny. electrolytes because it's got what plants need. It's got what plants if you haven't seen Idiocracy in many years or ever, go ahead and watch it now and realize that it was supposed to be. Mike Judge it was supposed did that, to right? be satirical. It was supposed to be satirical. It was supposed to be like, look how crazy and stupid this future could potentially. Like, there was no fucking way we were ever going to get to that when that was created. But we did. We have hit like like eighty percent of it. <laughs> we're there. <laughs> we are living through Idiocracy. Oh man, um, that's scary. Now right. I'm sad. Do you have Do you have opinions on? post-apocalypse for me um the thing that i think is cool about them that you get to unshackle your you get to be in this in the world but unshackle yourselves from whatever piece of the world you want to have been destroyed in the Mm -hmm. apocalypse so i think that's fun that's a cool storytelling mechanic i like that part um but yeah i can i totally agree that i can totally see the saturation but i don't I have a hard time being saturated with something. Like I, just, I am the same way. I, like I still, yeah, yeah, I still like. I, it. I am curious as to what my upper level of Star Wars intake is because I still haven't reached he, it. So. He is. He is still watching the Arrowverse. I am. So he's he's the bounty paper toll. <laughs> so my absorbs all my of it. saturation level is unusually high. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I I still like them. I don't dislike them. I maybe not as excited as I was about them before, right. but I won't not watch one. Mm. <laughs> I'm the same way. I like that's yeah. why I was like I don't care either way. But I'm I I will watch it like still, and I'll probably enjoy it still. Like it's hard to like really push me away from something. Yeah, I'm like I'll just watch it. Yeah, that's fine. Let's chill. <laughs> okay, Charles. There what? were three comics you wanted to talk oh, about. God, will you to. pick? Will you pick one and tell us about it? Uh, can I just say you should read all three of them? And yes. then that's, that's go ahead. Uh, he liked them. All three of them. I did. All three of them. I liked them. Three word reviews. Um, we only find them when they're dead. Uh, by boom, something is who's, killing the children. Who's they? They um, are gods. Oh. So we only find them when they're dead is when I'll focus on them because that <laughs> that sounded fun. Um, <laughs> the concept is it's in the fu- it's it's in the future and these gigantic gods we only find when they're dead and we have built a mining operation around actually chopping up these gods and using their meat. So like and, nowhere from Guardians of the Galaxy, the giant head of the celestial. That yeah, they're so they in. go out with these ships and they like start to cut off pieces of 
the the giant or the giant god and ship it back as meat and different they use like the eye jelly for fuel and hmm. they've utilized all sorts of different parts of the god for industrialization uh, and then we start up with a mining ship who just decided that he's going to go find one alive because so that he, always turns out and well so, and, and sounds... he's not supposed to go through like there's like a, a breach that that where the gods always come out of and you're not allowed to go through there so the whole thing where he him and his crew take off and there's a big really sign that says good. gods only gods only yeah <laughs> in space there's just this big floating right thing. a big yeah. floating sign it just says gods only um, and then uh, something is killing the children is it, it, if you aren't reading this book and you're into any sort of indie, you need to it's the hottest book on the fucking planet right now um it's getting made into a TV series. It's written by James Tynion, um, who is, in my opinion, the one that made all of Snyder's Batman better. Because yeah. uh, a lot of that later Snyder run of Batman was co-written by Tynion, and all the yeah. best and books had Tynion's on it. And then he took over after Snyder left. And he took over left, after yeah. Snyder left. Um, Something is Killing the Children is uh, essentially there are monsters. Monsters are real, but only children can see them, because only the innocent can see them. And they do kill children. And so there's this small town where this monster is dwelling, and there's a secret order of people who are tasked with, who have tasked themselves with protecting. killing and protecting people, only it turns out the order's kind of fucked up and not really all that caring about protecting. Uh, <gasps> and so you have Politics. one person who has said, fuck everything, fuck the family, and going out and protecting them um, is really good. And the... Uh, um, turns out the children are creating the monsters that are killing them. So, like, mm. imaginary friends? Kind of. Oh, yeah, but like and then they ones. become, yeah, giant monsters that start to eat, eat their friends. Oh, mm. scary. Uh, and then, um, from Bad Idea, ENIAC is has finished officially. Uh, one through four is out. Uh, you should pick them all up if you don't know about Bad Idea. It is a publisher who just started this year, was supposed to start last year, but the pandemic pushed them back. Um, they're only available in 200 stores nationwide. Or worldwide. I think 250 stores now worldwide. They don't just do the standard distribution. You have to be chosen to be a bad idea store, and there's six rules you have to follow uh, in order to be a bad idea store. And if you don't follow those rules, they will kick you out and no longer sell you their books. And so far, they have done that to two shops. Uh, one of the rules is I'm not allowed to sell. No matter what the aftermarket value of the book is, I have to sell it at cover price for 30 days. Um, and then the other rule is I'm not allowed to sell you more than one copy. Oh. If you if you find if I if they find out I've sold more than one copy to any single customer they will they will remove my right to sell their books. How do you keep track of that? Yeah. Luckily, we have a point of sale system that does that for us. So every single person that buys a bad idea book, we we register to them an account oh, in I our see. point of sale system. Uh -huh. And when we go to every time we scan under their account, um, it tells me whether or not you've purchased a, a copy. So, wow. But uh, yeah, so it's a limited one, but uh, on the publisher level. ENIAC is the first full story. They've, they've got a couple one-shots out um, and a few other ones coming out. ENIAC's written by Matt Kent, um, and it is around the time of the Manhattan Project, and this is true, we were also developing a supercomputer called ENIAC. Mm -hmm. Only the uh, non-true part is the second bomb that was dropped on Japan was not ordered by the president. It was ordered by ENIAC. Mm. And the supercomputer became more or less sentient, and has been slowly building himself bigger and bigger, and most of the things that have happened in the world have actually been done by the computer. Uh, and all of a sudden, he puts up a countdown clock, and no one knows why, and no one can find the computer. Oh, spooky. And then it and turns into that, that Matthew sounds, Broderick movie. That sounds Four games. like... <laughs> a little bit Ready like Player games. Two, uh, and then um, <laughs> kind, yeah, kind of. No, I mean, not really, but and then what there's uh, two um, special forces agents that are tasked with 
trying to hunt down ENIAC. The problem is, how do you hunt down a supercomputer that's tapped into it, literally every piece of electronics on the planet? Yeah, well, that's that sounds difficult. interesting. So it's really good. Um, it's a only four issue mini. We have all four at the Nerd Store and Doctor Volts. Oh, it's like four issues total, and then yeah. done. Yeah, it's a oh, four wow. issue mini series. Bad Ideas whole thing is is it's the same publishers that were publishing Valiant back when Valiant was good. Um, and so their whole thing is they're like, look, we knew when we were publishing Valiant, we knew the ones that were going to be really, really good stories and the ones that we were kind of putting out because as a publisher like Valiant, you have to put a certain number of books out in order to stay relevant, mm-hmm. in order to stay in this distribution, in the standard distribution channels. There's a whole bunch of back-end stuff that happens there. Um, but in order to do all that stuff, you kind of have to put out a certain number of books. And they said, look, we knew which one or two books a month were going to be good, like right, really good. Right. And so they're just focusing on just producing those two books a month. Cool. Uh, Ryan, you said you had uh, X-Men that you wanted to talk about shortly. Oh, um, the latest run of X-Men is really good, if not very large. <laughs> You're caught up? Oh, I forgot. My Charles, my love. <laughs> I am current on Star, on X-Men, Star Wars, on X-Men comics. When did this happen? <laughs> Over the pandemic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, never we never Charles, thought we'd see love. this day, right? <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. I know, right? You were going to have it done by Golden Blue. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, was, that didn't happen. Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do remember. I do remember my commitments that Did I you, have failed. So have you read, have you read the I new Jerry Duggan? Piece. Hmm? Have you read the new Jerry Duggan X-Men number one that came out this month? No. I am right almost up to the Hellfire Gala. Hellfire oh, gala. shit. You're like, but you're like I'm real close. I'm real close, up, yeah. Like, that's like a I'm lagging. Behind. I'm lagging a little bit behind, but I'm yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's I'm impressed. Yeah, I am impressed. Uh, so, but yeah. So the 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 latest one. So I just finished um, X Men. This wasn't what I was going to talk about, but this will be shorter. Um, <laughs> I was. I just finished X Men uh, Empire, the X Men Empire, the four well, issue one. Oh my god, it was amazing. I like this is dumb. This is just a slam this is just going to disrupt the main story. It's just a crammed in there because the X-Men have nothing to do with Hulkling and his empire and yada yada yada. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. <laughs> so the premise so Wanda Maximoff, the cuz she's not a mutant anymore, so they talk about her on on the in the mutant island as as the pretender, the traitor, the betrayer cuz she's the one that depowered mm-hmm. all the mutants. Well, she's like I'm going to make up for this and in Wanda Maximoff style it goes terribly wrong, but she figures out a way <laughs> To, she wants to resurrect all the mutants that died on Genosha in the 90s. Mm. And so oh. she does a thing and accidentally resurrects them as zombies. So that she has 16, there's 16 million mutant zombies. Mm. <gasps> that sounds meanwhile, fucking awesome. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, part of Hulkling's empire is invading Earth and the plant people go and land on Krakoa to invade there. So it's people? plant versus zombies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then the X Men just kind of show up randomly because they try to plant one of their cocoon gateways on on Genosha and intervene. And so it's mutant plants or alien plants versus mutant zombies versus the X Men versus the X Men. And then, as a side note, there's this other really cool villain team that's called Horticulture, and it's these old ladies mm. that are plant specialists. <laughs> What the and fuck? And they're villains, and they enter the fray too. So there's like four combatants in this little war on Genosha. And at one point, my favorite line is: at one point, Magic turns to the broccoli people or the the, the, the plant broccoli pe- people. The, no, the plant people, and she's like, you know, the X Men has killed an entire planet of broccoli people, so I don't think you're much of a threat. <laughs> and because because at one point, Phoenix like eats a planet of broccoli oh people back God. in the eighties. 
And it's just, oh I'm like, this, is, this, this book is was made for me. It was. <laughs> but it was super fun, and it it, it, it it had this little heartfelt touching thing, because it's, it's a really good book. It's really funny. Um, it's It has, like, heartfelt moments in it, and it was, I highly recommend. X-Men Empire. I thought it was going to be terrible. It was great. And, spoiler, <laughs> apparently it was Agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> um... Was that was yeah. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. Kyle, you said you read some of the Witchers. Yeah, yeah, comics. yeah. So there's How the, are those? he brought physical I did, things. I did bring them if anyone wanted to look at because the artwork is actually pretty fucking cool in them. Who's the artist? Uh, I don't know. There are names uh, on it, but uh, I don't know. All right, fair enough. It's only inside of the book. <laughs> I mean, the names aren't. Well, they it's, are. Well, well. Ahmad Mir. There are names, but it doesn't okay. say what they Ahmad did. Ahmad Mir was the artist. I don't know the artist. Yeah. For, for issue two. Anyway, At continues. Uh, yeah, so, you know, no, it's a new series. I think it started in May. So there are only two, maybe three issues out now. Uh, it is a really good uh, combination of the original books and the Vidya Games. Vidya Games. The Vidya Games. Not the TV show? Uh, no. Okay. No, the TV show, the TV show, and the games and the books are all very different. I mean, even the same the, through even the, lines going through it, but they're still the same same boobies. basic plot lines, but <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> boobies. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and fire. It is, it is and very, fire. Boobies and fire. Booby fire. Right, these so these align these align much more with the video games. Uh, CD Projekt Red is involved in the comics in these comics as well, so that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying them so far a, a great deal. But you know, I've, it's only two issues right now, mm-hmm. so I don't know what's happening yet. The art looks awesome. Yeah, the art's cool. Because that's how it goes. Oh yeah, I'm probably gonna need like another co- couple copies of these so that I can. The uh, art is super split, cool. So I can split out pages, and then I like to decorate my long boxes with with extra Ooh. comic. Hey, I am. Um, it's, it's, it's. I know a place. I know. I've. Okay. I've heard. Is it the nerd have, store? It is. Oh, How wow. did you know? It was just a wild guess. I you know. I was. Thank I was good learning. So I'm really good at it. I was going to say the name of another store just to just to irk you. Which but, one, Doctor Bolts? But I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that would have been funny. I didn't want to do that because I don't mall. like that store. <laughs> oh, the only other one that I the don't only own. Other, the only other one. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we don't name that story here. Just uh, real quickly, I watched the Fear Street movies, the the trilogy on Netflix. Really um, good. The first one is Fear Street 1994. The second one is Fear Street 1978, and the third one is That's Fear Street right. 1666. That's not how t- how math how or numbers or math works. How? So so it's it's like a st- it's a, it's based on a book series by R. L. Stein. So you know, it's Mr. Like Goosebumps, Goosebumps, but, but like it's it's a little adults. more adult. Yeah, um, sure. I like so the first one, the first one's in '94, and you get like a little bit of the story, like kind of like intro. It felt the first one I didn't love. It felt like I watched like, it felt the first like an episode one of the first movie, and then I was like, I don't know, 
I need to watch this another time because I like wasn't I vibing with it. Them in reverse order, then you won't get the story. If I would watch them in chronological order, I don't get the you story. don't get the story. You know it doesn't make sense. So this because isn't, this it, isn't like so, Star Wars. So like the night, like so the nineteen ninety four one in release order, not chronological order. Right. Okay. So the nineteen ninety four one is the is like your that's the current what's happening, and then you're getting bits of something that happened in the past, and then at the end of each of the. Like the 78 and the 1666 ones, it jumps back to 94, and then it goes oh. back to 1666, and then it jumps back to 94. So you kind of do it. You have to watch them in that order. Mm-hmm. First one felt very prologue-y. kind of feel like I'm going to watch them out, out of order um, and tell you how You're going gonna to have no fucking idea what's going on. Um, so it felt very, very like I have a feeling it's like the watching same, them on hard mode. That would be the same takeaway if you did watch them in order. Yeah. Right. But then, but then, <laughs> but then once like the second one really kind of like gets going uh the second one has um, see the second one's the same in either order <laughs> yeah so i mean how wrong it could would, it really dude, go it would, <laughs> it w- i'm telling you it would make zero goddamn sense um you but should. yeah it's it's good i think uh, i'm gonna do it this way and report back all right awesome <laughs> you guys so, should give two if, reviews and we'll see how different they this are. is what we should do we should all watch it and then we will join you to watch it backwards and watch you watch it backwards. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for that. Uh, and then I, I did watch uh, Gunpowder Milkshake, the other Netflix uh, movie, but we're going to talk about that next week after you guys have had a chance to see it. For that. Because, uh, yeah, I want to talk about it with, the, with you guys. But um, we're about done. So Ooh. let's do the plugs. We went long because I'm on this. Yep. Let's do the plugs. Oh. You're so long. <laughs> Well, that got that got really awkward, <laughs> awkward, and that's inappropriate. Segway, inappropriate. Suddenly, like I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> that made that's what it did. I know. I was gonna say <laughs> of all things on this thing. podcast, that's the thing that made you uncomfortable. We talked about like murdering people to be BTS. Everyone's emailing you. <laughs> we talked about people are emailing you genitals, and you're yeah. just like. You're long. That's too much. <laughs> I don't. I don't like lies. <laughs> he doesn't like liars. Oh. All right. Well played, sir. Well played, sir. That was good. Um, right. Uh, come buy shit from me at the nerd store and uh, Doctor Volts. And Wasatch Comic Con is coming up uh, August 13th and 14th. Free <gasps> oh. Comic Book Day is August 14th. So that weekend. It's a free con and free comic book day, which means lots of free comic nerdiness. Free stuff. Free Ooh. fun. Yeah. Come, Come for free fun. Do all the free things. Um, we have uh, the creator of the Goofy movie um, is going <gasps> to be at our show. Oh, uh, that sounds so fun, actually. We have, we're going to be doing, I'm working on the details, but I'm announcing it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. All it's six of you. 16? All 16 of you. You forgot about the 16. I remembered I got there. They're all hurt, right? In their Do hearts. we still have 16? Obviously. Or is it like eight? Obviously. I feel like the pandemic has cut things in half. Mm. Oh, I hope they didn't die. Oh, <laughs> wow. Go Way to go, Charles. <laughs> Everybody that's what, that's what you were insinuating. Huh. No, I mean, if we did that just by the numbers, it's, it's a few percentage. It's, it's like one. Right. Continue the plug, sir. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> the plug, which is now in memoriam. <laughs> in memoriam to the solid 16. Um, just hear this in black and white. <laughs> 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 
Oh, fuck. Uh, we also, yeah, I forgot where I was. So anyway, uh, Wasatch Comic Con, WasatchCon.com. Uh, check that out. That's got all the guest lists for all the people. Oh, exclusive. Um, we're going to be doing a outdoor viewing and Q&A with uh, the creator of, Goof, of the Goofy movie, and then we're going to watch the Goofy movie. It's which one? Fun. The first one. What do you mean, which one? What do you mean, which the one? The one with power line. The one with power line. <laughs> and I, if I knew anyone, <laughs> does anyone want to... Will Powerline be there? Do you want to dress up as Powerline? I'm, 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 I'm not. Do the, the Powerline dance. Oh my God! Okay, can I you, will dress I, up as Powerline. You, you, you yes. have the build. I could dress up as Powerline. <laughs> okay, hold on. It's the I'll, one thing I could dress off up. Off mic. We have to like make this happen because that would be an amazing thing to have come out in the middle of the movie. You think the creator is like just saying? I doubt the every creator. fucking time. Yeah. If I'm, being, if I'm being honest, I doubt. I doubt he's gonna stay for the. It's okay. He's seen how it. How many times do you think he's seen he's, it? He's gonna, we're going to do a Q&A with him beforehand. And ask him how many times he's seen it. I'm, I mean, that's part of the I, Q&A. You're welcome to ask. Oh, no, I don't want to ask. We're going to plant her. <laughs> I have crowd. to say, at no other event in my life have, uh, have I ever gotten to eat pizza with Kevin Eastman and now watch the Goofy movie with the creator of the Goofy movie. It's just amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> we, do, we strive for good things here at Wasatch Comic Con. <laughs> We, we strive to make dreams happen or something. I don't know. Something inspirational. Yeah. And also, something inspirational. Also, we will be doing a thing there. Also, we're doing a thing there. A two-hour thing. Yay, yes. I just heard you. about this, and I am concerned that we do not have two hours of content. Oh, really? Because I'm pretty sure we're pretty damn close. We're yeah. in an hour and a half right now. Can you imagine making somebody sit through this episode in one sitting? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have an audience. Hey, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Oh. We're good. We got this. <laughs> Everybody. Yes. Yeah, that was perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so two-hour episode sometime during the convention. I don't know. There'll be a game show aspect to it. Details later. Yes. Yeah. Oh, game show. Mm. Probably. Well, we played, we did the Newlywed game the last time, and it was great fun. And we won. Charles and I won. <laughs> so cute. We're not allowed to be on the same team this <laughs> time. We were told. Nope. Must be however, however, we have grown as a podcast because we are now allowed to sit next to each other. Were you not allowed to sit next no. to each other? No, for a very long no. time. Why? What would you guys do? They we would talk to each other the entire <laughs> podcast while we're trying to have a discussion. And what they learned, just like my teachers in high school, that when you separate me from somebody... I don't get quieter. Just gonna, just I just talk louder. across the table. <laughs> and so they, he learned, they learned to let us be back together. No, I put you by where you could see the spikes. Oh, that was smart, yeah. <laughs> on the screen. I, I, that was a problem. You get excited? That, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> Ryan used to be over here and Sam was here. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. I have learned. I have, I have gotten been better. Learnt? I've been learned. You've been learned? We've been doing this show for... How long? Seven years? No. I think so. Now. Than well, again, Go. When did Daredevil come out? That was five years ago. And we were doing it well before Daredevil yeah. came out. I do not appreciate the that reminder was, of the passage of time. I've been, I've been open. This is not a thing year. I appreciate. I know. I'm and like, and oh then, my gosh. Yeah. Time. We, we opened in 2013. And October of this year will be eight years for me. Then it's been seven years. It's been seven years. Because we started right after you opened at some point. Yeah. So it's been within the first year. Yeah. Well, this this iteration has been seven years. No. Well, No. No, no. The first happened. iteration was oh, the, like no. The first iteration when, when we started, started when we started at the um, in your house with with the flies. Oh, that was the second iteration. That was the, yeah. The first one was the first one like was Google Hangout. Hangout. Google Hangout. That's right. That was awful. We grew up. You you um, learn you learn. We, the flies was part of this iteration. 
That's right. But it was the video still. We still do yeah, video, we still do too. It was, it was um, post two Funko Pops and a microphone in the back room, mm. uh, but, but pre-actual Actual recording room. equipment in back room. <laughs> we had um, recording equipment at my house, didn't we? Oh, well, we, no, we, yeah, we, we had the, the laptop and the little, the, that's right. little thing. We used to just have a single microphone in the middle that we talked at. It was just a voice recorder. It was a voice recorder. And we would <laughs> scream. I love it. The glow up is wonderful. But, yes. But we are all out. So yes, it was fine. It worked. Um, <laughs> Kyle, do you have plugs? Uh, Utah Cast. There you go. Quick. Succinct. That's it. Not like me. When, what, when do they drop? When can people see you? They, they drop, they drop uh, like on... Saturdays, maybe? Well, we record on Saturday. Okay, we, okay, we do so we do a live we do a live stream on Saturday. There Saturday you go. Nights. I had to draw uh, the actual the info the, of his show. Look, if, <laughs> it's I, 2021. If people want to find information, they know how to Google. I didn't know you guys I did a live stream. I take that back. Until we did I it? I take that yeah. back. <laughs> I didn't know you did a live stream until I showed up and like, oh, we're fucking going. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's live. Not only is it live, but we actually have a... a, a, a Virtual studio audience. Yeah, it yeah. was odd. Yeah. And there was which is, it was which odd. Was <laughs> it's really odd. The what's was even, good. What's even the whiskey odd, was really good. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, what's even odder is we have an international audience. That's Half weird. the people that were that were uh, listening to us live and bantering with us, Australia. That's really? Not, that's not Utah. That is not Utah. That's no. so random. You're correct, Charles. <laughs> right. No, no, yeah, we have we have Breaking news, Australia is Utah. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we, yeah, we have people that regularly regularly join us uh, listening in in our virtual studio audience from uh, Australia, the Netherlands, the UK, uh, occasionally areas uh, somewhere between Afghanistan, Pakistan, and areas in Africa. I forget which ones. Uh, we, we do have we do we do have hey. some, we do have somebody in Monaco. They, they have more like, listeners than we. They do. sound like a real podcast. Yeah. Do we have any out of country listeners? We do. We do. We have, what? We have a stu- we, we have a studio Hold that on. has foam on the walls. What? We're a real yeah. show. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have that soon. Okay. For this show. Okay. For this one right <laughs> this here. One. Right. right here. Yeah. In like <laughs> real foam in, in on like, real walls. In like soon. <laughs> at the nerd mall. Yeah. yeah. At the nerd. That's mall. a thing. Anyway, we have international audience. Twenty-one million dollars in two days. We do. We yeah. get downloads in the UK, yeah. Mexico, Canada, um, Brazil. Kate, hold up. Ireland. Have we ever interacted with these people, or is this just like some weird thing that like? A Hans Gupta set up to make us feel special. No, where no. he just like downloads from these uh-uh. VPNs. No, I don't. Chris, think. do you do that? I, I feel I, like that's <laughs> something he would do. I don't think he would spend enough time to do that for us. I think he uh, maybe at one. He'd point do it he, for me. He'd, he'd do would. it for you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> maybe at one point he would absolutely. have, and he just forgot that he said it. <laughs> he as just, like a, yeah, you just, just yeah, you just set up a script. Robots. You just do a yeah. script. Yeah. Are we sure these are people? I don't know. Hey, there's like your VPN. If you're people out there and you're international and you want to see Charles learn a K-pop dance, please leave us a comment so we know. Please. We need to know their international listeners before I will learn a K-pop dance. And hopefully some of them are Korean. I did not say that if we have international listeners that we would yep. I would learn one. But I just I need said to know. By reverse logic, you just did. No, all I said <laughs> is that I need to know that before I learn one. I didn't say what else needed to come before I learned one. It'd yeah. be so fun. <laughs> $21. $21 from a foreign safe. listener. Yes. <gasps> <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I'm going to make it happen somehow. <laughs> so, 
Plugs for your stuff. Me. Okay. Uh, follow my K-pop dance team at Black Moon Crew on Instagram. We post a lot of really cool content. We have like three new videos coming out within the next... I don't know, three weeks, like a video a week. Uh, so if you like K-pop, please check us out. We're also performing at FanX um, twice. So we'll be performing as Black Moon Crew, and then some Black Moon Crew members will be performing um, as KDA. So if you're a League of Legends fan, we'll be performing the League of Legends uh, K-pop group dance as well. So crew with a k thank you crew with a k live audience thank you <laughs> um and then if you want to follow me i'm rachy moon on instagram that's rachy.moon uh, on instagram yay cool um <laughs> guys thanks for listening uh go and check out all the other cool podcasts that we have over on gnn um you can find our stuff over at nerd dome podcast on apple podcasts Stitcher, Google Play is still working on Spoofy. What is Apple Podcast? Did That's you mistakenly what, nope, say iTunes? Nope, they changed it to Apple Podcast. They did? Yeah. For like ever. Yeah, a while ago. No, Google Podcast changed it, but I never yeah, knew Google, Apple changed yeah, it. Yeah. a long time before Google. It's a, they, split, they split with iTunes. Huh. There was iTunes, and now there's iTunes, and then there's Apple TV and Apple Podcasts, yeah. where it used to huh. all be under the iTunes uh-huh. umbrella. It was like a year or two ago. Pod, the name Podcast came from iPod from yeah. iTunes. Yep. Yeah. That makes yeah. me sad. Um, but you <laughs> can find us on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. I don't like change. <laughs> Here, we Here we go. Here we go. Of course you are a nerd. Nerds don't like change. It's the Nerd Dome Podcast. <laughs> right in with comments or questions. You've missed us. <sighs> Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe. You may now exit the dome. Fuck responsibility! I can see the whole time. <laughs> Thank God someone had to say that. Set me. Hail Fuck Hydra. responsibility. I've been filling in for you hail for weeks. Hydra. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> she said hail Hydra. Yes! <laughs> Stop emailing me your genitals. My mailbox is full. Uh, <laughs> no, email him some more genitals. He, he likes All them. the genitals. He just needs size references he in just, the pictures. He doesn't like long things. For scale. <laughs> Not liars. <laughs> Not liars. <laughs> he doesn't like liars about long things. My, so you're going to say it's a long thing. Make sure you have proof. <laughs> My junk folder is not big enough for this. <laughs> I think it is. You were, wait- you were waiting for that pun, weren't you? Such a hard setup. It really, really <laughs> is. He was w- working at it. Hey, Ryan. Uh, what? Push the button. This the end button. Which button? The one that, the one that stops this <laughs> the one that stops train the show. wreck. <laughs> I didn't eat the broccoli people. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm Eddie. I run a comic shop and publish my own comic strip. And I'm Roger, and I run a comic shop and my very own Comic-Con. And I'm Joe, a lifelong fan who does all the real work to make our show go. Every week, we'll discuss the newest insider info that you won't get from your favorite comics and talk to some of our favorite creators and publishers. So come take a peek behind the counter with Tales from the Comic Shop, part of the Geek Nerd Network. Weekly on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Jen.